Real or no real? A male transsexual who raped an infant and confessed to drowning a toddler was put in a women's prison containing a maternity unit and kids. I'm very sad to say that's real. Hi everyone, it's Janelle Wold, and welcome back to Real or No Real. I actually had a really hard time figuring out which real or no real question to pick because there's so much out there because of this full-blown attack on our traditional nuclear family. I mean, I was going to go with this one. Real or no real? Did our most recent addition to the federal Supreme Court say in last summer's Senate hearings that she couldn't define what a woman was because, quote-unquote, She's not a biologist. Why, yes. Yes, she did say that. Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Mm, not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? Joe, Joe, wake up a second. Remind me the name of this judge that said that, this new one that you appointed? Those are the words of Kajan, Kajan, Katanji Brown Jackson, our Supreme Court Justice. Katanji Brown Jackson. You must be so proud to be completely shredding the definition of a woman, the definition of a child, a man, all of that. Good for you. I mean, who needs all that nonsense? Father, mother, son, daughter, completely overrated. Well, I really wish I did feel that way, but I can't do that because this is part of a full-blown attack on America after decades of infiltration and indoctrination into every single aspect of our society. I mean, let's start with what they're doing to females, all the way from older women all the way down to young, young little girls. My younger sister used to be three years younger than me. Now she's 23 years younger. Okay, are the meds wearing off or too strong? What's going on here? Anything else about women? More than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women in, the, in my administration are women. Okay, you need to have some playtime right now. You just sit here and play with one of these toys and just sit and be nice. Okay, as I was saying. So there... It, it, Hold on a second. No, not that. That is totally distracting. Just hold on a second. Here. Good. Yeah. No. Just play with this one. It makes no noise. I wish I wouldn't have told her I'd babysit him today. Anyway, how did we ever get to a point where we have such a disrespect for women in our society that they're trying to say that men can be pregnant Men can menstruate, men can go through menopause, men can have a baby, men can breastfeed. What really scares me here is there are people, some people that I know, that really don't see a problem with this or think it's just a trend. It's not. It's not a trend. This is part of attack. Not to mention what's going on with women and children at the border invasion. And yes, it is an invasion. All you have to do is look up the numbers in the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agency. It's all right there. And it's as of day one that JB took office. 
He signed a whole bunch of executive orders that opened the floodgates for anybody and everybody to come over here. And trust me, if you think that these are all just good people that are escaping communist third world countries, it's so much worse than that. But as it pertains to this podcast episode, I'm talking about an unprecedented, unbelievable amount of women and child sex trafficking. And again, just to be clear, just to be clear, <laughs> that's my kind of lame attempt to imitate our White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre. Anyway, to be clear, when I talk about the attack on the traditional nuclear family, I don't know if this is still there, but back during the summer of 2020, when all the riots were happening, I thought things were starting to become a little peculiar. So I went to the Black Lives Matter website, and they introduced themselves as Marxists on their video introductions and in writing right there on the website. And amongst other disturbing things that had absolutely nothing to do with social equity, it had a big piece about one of their missions is to dismantle the nuclear family. That was the word they used for it, dismantle the nuclear family. I know they changed a lot of things that I saw that horrified me pretty quickly that summer, so I'm not sure if it's still there, and I honestly don't even want to go look it up. But it was there. I showed other people, my husband, my friends, some people in my family. It was there. And I don't think that was by any mistake. What you saw happening in 2020 was Marxism. And Marxism is essentially a violent overthrow into communism. And speaking of communism and gender identity and this whole attack on women, Mao Zedong used gender identity under the pretext of helping women, although he wasn't helping women at all. He was actually responsible for tens of millions of deaths. And I think he'd be quite proud of the push in our current society to call women birthing persons instead of mothers. And of course, all the mass confusion and division arising from all that. This is an intentional attack on women and the family. I know I'm being repetitive, but it bears repeating because it's serious stuff. I just read an article two days ago that said alternatives to terms like male and female and mother and father should be sought in science because they assume that sex is binary and heterosexuality is the norm. And that's according to a group of researchers from the U.S. and Canada. They're the ones making that suggestion. We need alternatives. They say male and female should instead be referred to as sperm producing and egg producing, according to the Ecology and Evolutionary Biology Language Project. Meanwhile, father and mother should be labeled parent, egg donor, and sperm donor in the scientific field. This is all there in the article. They go on to say that the group has called on the scientific field to use words that are more inclusive and precise. I mean, this is just garbage. This is just sick. How this has overtaken the entire world is just incomprehensible and nauseating to me. By the way, how confusing do you think it is for young children, even children all the way through high school, especially if it starts at young ages of kindergarten, which it has, how confusing is it for children to be told by teachers and other adults in authority around the country and globally that their biological makeup that they were born with could potentially be a mistake and that they should consider if they might actually feel more comfortable converting into the opposite gender. That's a discussion that more and more teachers are having with very young children. I've seen hundreds and hundreds of videos of these conversations. Many times teachers brag about 
these types of conversations when they suggest over and over again that you know maybe you you know you might not be a boy or you might not be a girl and keep pounding that into their heads over and over again what do you think they're gonna do i mean people are wondering why it's so pervasive i have an idea it's being pounded into their heads all day every day and it's not just teachers it's everywhere in society again i've listed it all off but start paying attention everywhere you look it's around everywhere and the fact that they suggest puberty blockers and transition surgeries Again, these are not anomalies anymore. It's happening more and more often, and these confused children are going for it. And many times their parents are saying, yes, I really want this for my child. They seem confused, so let's put them on the puberty blockers, and let's get them into that transition surgery. Which, by the way, these clinics are more than happy to do, and it's not very difficult to get a child in there and get the surgery scheduled and done. There's not much blocking the way. They do everything that they can to encourage it. Can you say moneymakers that don't care about children? By the way, there is a big push to let the children keep it a secret from their parents. So if there is a parent that has a problem with it, no worries. The state and the school really are the ones to quote-unquote take care of the child in that circumstance and make sure that they get their loving treatment of puberty blockers and transition surgeries. Before I go any further about that, please do know that there are a lot of detransitioners that have come out and said, no, I shouldn't have done this. And now I'm all messed up. There are a lot of repercussions that are irreversible, both with the puberty blockers and the transition surgeries, especially. And many times they're stuck on medications for the rest of their lives and they don't feel good and they wish they wouldn't have done it. And there's no turning back. There's a lot of sad things going on in our world right now, but that, that hits me really hard. I don't think we have the right to do that to our kids. We need to protect them. And before I forget, when I'm talking about the attack on the traditional family, the women and the daughters and the sons, let's not forget about the men. Good men who are strong physically and mentally and supportive and who are looking to take care of his family and do the right thing for them and protect them or even provide for them. There's nothing wrong with that. For whatever reason, that is now considered to be toxic masculinity. And I don't understand why we can't just embrace the inherent differences both the strengths and the weaknesses between men and women. Why can't we do that anymore? And I know you know when I'm talking about toxic masculinity, sure, there are men who are obnoxious and into themselves and walk around treating women like crap. <laughs> you know, I'm not talking about them, obviously. I'm talking about the vast majority of good, solid men that we have all around us who have somehow become demonized for being men. I, for one, appreciate them, and I appreciate the value that they have in a family like no other. There was recently a little girl who got raped in a girl's bathroom because they had opened it up to transgender women. And the father was obviously very, very upset about the situation. And he went to the school board and spoke up about it. And yes, he of course was angry, but guess who got in trouble ultimately? Guess who was the one? It was the father, not the kid who went and raped his little daughter. And I see that happening all the time, over and over again, all across the country and all over the world. These are not anomalies. It's happening. I'll show you where to look things up because it's different probably if you're not used to looking things up and just trusting in what the media and the newspapers and radio are telling you. I'm going to tell you some places that you can look some things up for yourself. But the whole idea, again, is for our enemies to create a nation of weak men and weak families 
and confusion and division and despair. And that's what it's done. Meanwhile, if you watch what's going on over there in their schools and in their military and in their economy, things are going pretty darn well. So do you think they're winning? Spiritual warfare. Those are the two words you need to remember. That's what we're in right now. So it's different. You haven't yet at least seen battle tanks and soldiers running around with guns and bombs being dropped. This is a different form of attack and it has taken them a lot longer, but here they are and we need to push back really hard. By the way, another one I recently read, I think it's the Church of England. There's now a push to assign the gender pronouns they and them to God. I thought that was the Babylon Bee for a second when I read that. It wasn't. It was not a joke. The real thing. It's hard to discern what is and isn't anymore, right? So I'm going to include a lot of links to various pieces of information that you can get to learn a lot more about this. And again, it's not for you to instantly read or watch or listen to right away, but know that it's there and it's really important. It's a means of learning more about it. And it also offers resources to find out what's being taught in your schools. Uh, these are things that I think it's important to share with other people, whether they're aware of it or maybe completely unaware of it. Let's start there. These are great resources for you. One of the things I'm going to be providing is an article recently written by someone named Jamie Reed, who worked at a transition clinic and has since decided to be a whistleblower about what's really happening at these clinics. I might include an audio version too, so look in the notes for one or both of those. Another thing you can do if you're looking for information on all this, download the app called Rumble. I have nothing to do with Rumble. It's just one that I use to find a lot of things. There's a lot of apps out there. Twitter is now a good one too, believe it or not, now that they are a free speech platform. But go to Rumble to find out about some of these things. Just download the app onto your phone and type in, for example, detransitioners in the search bar. You'll find a lot of people with a lot of stories, people that went through these gender transition surgeries and regret it. And they tell their whole story and why they feel the way they do. And it provides a lot of information that you may not have otherwise been aware of. And so it's good information to share with others too. Another thing, if you're ever researching, just stay away from Google if you can. Use Brave or Freespoke because Google makes it hard to find what you're looking for. They tend to bury things on page God knows what. Uh, Wikipedia, no good. I think most of us are aware of all this, but if you're new to researching some of these things, those are some good words of advice. I'll also be providing some information about CRT and how to find out what exactly is being taught. Personally, I, I'm against it because it's teaching kids that all white kids are oppressors and all others are the oppressed. And so anytime they look at each other, they, they learn this from a very young age all the way up. So anytime they look at each other, they're thinking, you're the oppressed one, I'm the oppressor. And to teach them to look at each other from that perspective, to me, is really damaging and can't go in a positive direction. It's really hard to undo once they've indoctrinated kids with this way of thinking. I did forget to mention Drag Queen Story Hour, which again is a real thing. They're called family-friendly drag queen story hours, but they're anything but. They perform at libraries and bars and in parades all over the place, but they're performing pretty lewd acts right in front of kids and call the kids onto stage and do some pretty lewd things right in front of them, to them, and say things that I cannot say. I mean... I don't even like to type it, to be honest. Just something, things that you shouldn't be saying to kids. It's for adults. Great. Go do it. Have fun. 
It's not for kids. End of story. Now, the porn books are also very, very real. And again, I'm going to include some information on how to find out what porn books are in which schools. So you just have to type in where you're from, your school's name, and it'll show you. Sometimes it's not listed, and so then they have directions on the next best way to find out if there are any pornographic books in your schools. I've seen a lot of them. And again, they're not anomalies. They're everywhere. I get that growing up, we all learn things as we go through our childhood and that's okay. But to have all this readily available and then also many times talked about as a part of the curriculum, that's not okay. And many parents have approached school boards for the last couple of years demanding that they stop having these pornographic materials available in school libraries. And time and time again, the school boards will just sit there and listen, say nothing, except your time is up. Next, there's something incentivizing them to not care. You just, you take your guess at that. I think we all know what it is. But going back to these parents that have been speaking up, they've had to battle really hard because there was a long time there where our current administration was working directly with the FBI and other alphabet agencies to have these parents labeled as domestic terrorists just for speaking up at the school board, not being out of hand, not threatening anybody physically or in any other way, not verbally assaulting, just speaking up. And uh, that's been happening more frequently too. I know people very well who have done absolutely nothing wrong, but are considered to be domestic terrorists, enemies of the state, white supremacists. We're all called that, actually. All of us who have spoken up in some way, shape, or form have been punished or watched or labeled. And when we stand up for ourselves and we say, no, this is wrong, here's why, and this is what's unconstitutional, and this is what's unlawful, then they call it hate speech. And they're trying to pass laws as we speak to silence us everywhere in social media, the media, everywhere. And they're doing it under the guise of calling it hate speech, as opposed to standing up for what's right. That's why we're trying urgently to get the message to everyone while we can. This is not what free countries do. If you think it's okay because it's not happening to you, that's not how it works. It will eventually happen to you. They're going to keep passing more and more ridiculous laws laws that infringe upon every single right that you've been enjoying. And it's going to happen pretty swiftly. And you probably won't be too happy about it. But guess what? If you speak up and you say, wait a minute, I don't want you to control my life or tell me what to do or where I can go or what I can say and what I can't. And they will go after you eventually and they'll call it hate speech. So that's where all this is going. So we all need to unite together to fight this stuff couple more things I wanted to mention. It's really important to know that this is not about being anti-LGBTQ. It's not. I know plenty of people that are gay, part of that community. I know people from a group called Gays Against Groomers who are adamantly opposed to all of this indoctrination that's going on. They don't like it. It gives them a bad name and that's not what they're about. So look them up if you get an opportunity because there's some really good people there. Of course, if you Google them, you'll see all kinds of articles attacking them for being dangerous and hateful, for not advocating for grooming and drag queen story hour and porn books in school. And yes, even teachers passing around blank toys. Can't say the word even. But yeah, there's uh, plenty of videos where the teachers are bragging about passing those things around to their kids just to look at during class and ask questions about it. Those things don't belong in class. Doesn't belong in show and tell, sorry. 
They're trying to normalize all of this into our society. They're trying to make everything that absolutely used to be considered outrageous and off limits is now slowly and progressively becoming normal. And all of a sudden, here we are. It's gone way too far. Do you know that even some places they want to decriminalize child pedophiles and label them minor attracted persons? I'm not kidding. I've seen articles about it. I've seen them debating about it. This has got to stop. It can't be turned into something that's just normal and something we respect. It's not okay to be a child pedophile. There, I said it. I don't regret it at all because it's wrong, period. So ultimately what I'm saying is this is an attack on our families. I know I said it before because it is. It's an attack on our families, our kids, grandkids, and it's a way to create confusion and division and ultimately weakness. And then they've got you. That's what our enemies are doing. And it's just one of the methods that they're using, by the way. They're coming at us in all directions as fast as they possibly can. This is just one but I thought it was necessary to discuss it because it's been on my mind for quite a while and there's so much going on and it's coming at us so fast, I had to speak up and say something. I will be doing future episodes about all the other ways we're being attacked, but please do take some time to look at the links I provided and share it with other people and let's get together and discuss how to combat this. It really is the enemy attacking our families, our kids, grandkids, it's a way to create confusion, division, and ultimately weakness. It's just fact. It's just what it is. We choose truth over facts. So are you saying true facts or factual truths or what again? What am I doing here? I don't know what you're doing there, but um, I think it's time to close out the show. So I just want to say thanks to everybody. Excuse me. Fennell and uh, what am I doing here? I'm going to lose track here. uh, No, um, we really need to get going here. So I hope this was helpful and I'll see you next time. This is Pinnell signing off. (laughs) 